the college experience VCU Rams against the Oregon ducks, college basketball, March madness preview on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the promo code SGP. When you sign up to turn $4 into $256. If the college basketball underdog of your choosing pulls off the almighty upset, that's code SGP to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best college hoops better in the country? Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it with their free March Madness fantasy betting contest with over $8,000 in cash prizes. Download their app today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by PixWise. Follow the PixWise Capper Contest at PixWise.com for free picks and analysis throughout the tournament from the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadeau, and more. See which expert is trending hot as they battle it out for a winner-takes-all $10,000 prize over at PixWise.com. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQ is the home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better college basketball, FCS, college football, NHL, NBA. They got you covered. Just go to BetQL.com promo code SGP 30. That's BetQL.com promo code SGP 30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by better than Vegas. Yes. Better than Vegas is the home for the avid sports better, providing insight analysis and free betting picks. Better than Vegas. It's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure you subscribe to our page so you don't miss any of our picks. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is your home for no vig betting. That's right. No vig betting that's legal in 40 different states. Sign up at betteredge.com. Promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's betteredge, B E T T O R edge.com. Promo code SGP. Welcome to the college experience. VCU Rams against the Oregon duck college basketball, March madness preview. My name is Colby swinging database, Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host for, I mean, this guy, this guy writes for us all over on the college experience. Make sure you check out his great penmanship. Give it up for uh, my guy, really rel, AKA Terrell Furman jr. Yes. North Carolina, a and T Aggie graduate. Uh, and you can follow him at really rel underscore underscore on Twitter. This guy knows as much college football and college basketball as anyone. I know he's a great handicapper and he's a huge Virginia Commonwealth fan. So VCU, obviously me and you, I know we previewed the, uh, well, first off, how you doing? <laughs> Happy, yes, sir. Happy, I'm good. I'm happy good. March. Happy March. I'm just gonna, I guess I'm in love with talking, man. I didn't even let you fucking breathe there, but, um, uh, happy March, man. Hopefully everything will go fine. We'll get a March madness here. Oh yeah. I don't think it's a, I, I think we're back past after seeing what 
all the people that I've seen this weekend walking around bars, no masks, no nothing. We're we're way past the point where we're not getting a March Madness. Madness has already started. There we go. There we go. Um, so look, our VCU Rams. Me and you both did a did an eight ten preview uh, for the championship game. We were on the wrong side of that. Uh, VCU fought a tough game. Still got in the tournament, thankfully, but. Uh, St. Bonaventure just played the better game. I wish I could say it came down to uh, they it were was just- Bones, man. Bones got in that early foul trouble. That's really what killed it. He was out the game seven minutes into the game for the end of the first half, and then he comes in the second half and drops twenty one on him. So yeah, I mean, you had him the first half. You might have won that game. Yeah. So it, sometimes you're just on the wrong side of it. Well, man, as much as I love VCU and and, and breaking down this this team, I I, I really do like this roster. I called for them to be second in the V in the Atlantic 10, which actually kind of came out to be true in the tournament, but uh, they, they were definitely due. Everyone had them projected to be much worse than they were. And uh, they really have, you know, established quite a great mid major program there. And a lot of it is because the pedigree uh, the, the, you look at these guys. I understand they lost to St. Bonaventure, but this is a team. I actually like fading teams that lose their conference championship. All right. I'm sorry. I like taking teams that lose their conference championship. So I think there's value in a lot of these teams across the board, but we're breaking down our brackets. Oh, they lost. They lost to St. Bonaventure. Or they lost to so-and-so. No, you got look. All they got to do is win five games in a row. These teams, right? I believe, I believe that's the number five to, to get through. Is it six? I think it's five. Um, and I think you want to get that loss out of the way when it doesn't matter. So they got to the championship game. Maybe they can write some of their wrongs. Uh, Bones Highland, their best player, nine, almost basically 20 points a game, 4.7 boards, 2.1 assists, 1.9 steals. Talk about a fucking player. This guy can play ball. Um, and he's, he's accompanied by, you know, uh, Ace Baldwin, the, the other guard that we talked about probably a, a, a week ago, this guy getting 2.1 steals per game. This guy can play defense at an elite level and he's a, he's young. He's a baby basically. Um, and then their forwards, Vince William Jr. And Jameer Watkins two two of the, uh, two of their best forwards. I would say there's Levi Stockhart as well. Uh, the veteran. Um, I thought they drew a terrible matchup though, to be honest, man. I really Absolutely. thought, I really thought they, they drew a terrible matchup and they got their work cut out for him, but Oregon state beat Oregon. And uh, you look at, you look at uh, Oregon, obviously I think they lost Nafali Dante early in the year, which was a, a really talented big man. That was, that was a dagger. But then they rebounded quite well, and this Amarori guy, the the, the Eugene Amarori, he's a big man that I think could definitely, definitely give VCU some problems. And then the guards, LJ Figueroa. I mean, we, I, 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 this guy. I'm sure you guys all caught him at St. John's. He's a St. John's transfer. He can play. Will Richardson can play. Eric Williams Jr. I love this kid when he was at Duquesne. But Duarte is the one you really got to circle because he's got killer instinct. Kind of reminds me of. I mean, well, he played with Peyton Pritchard, so both of them kind of had killer instinct. Um, I, I hate the matchup for my Rams, man. I'll be honest. Vegas saying this line uh, minus well at DraftKings right now, minus five and a half. It's, it's opened at six. I'm seeing five, five and a half all across the board. The win has it at five. Uh, we use DraftKings. DraftKings is at f- five and a half right now, but what's the key? Uh, I mean, here's another thing I want to bring up is that uh in in that game against St. Bonaventure, you know what killed them surprisingly was the glass. St. Bonaventure yeah. really destroyed 
uh, VCU by, by getting rebounds. I think VCU should have a, they might have an advantage against Oregon on the glass. So perhaps they can write the wrongs there, but uh, I don't know what, like, what, what do you think the key is to VCU getting this game? Obviously, you know, bones can't get in foul trouble, but at the same time, I, I almost think you need another guy to step up because, because you're going to need more scoring. I think Oregon has so many options of scoring. They, they have five players that average over, over double digits in points. I just think that's just, it's too much. They got to figure out someone's going to need to step up. Someone's going to need to step up, whether it's Vince Williams, whether it's a uh, stalker that, you know, who's been there for a while. Um, so someone's just got to step up and be able to score the rock. Cause if not, I don't think bones Highland has enough, has enough in him. He's a great player, great player, but I just think they need a, a number two. That's going to really be able to drop 17, 18 points, something like that. They're just going to need more scoring. Someone's got to step up that that's that traditionally doesn't score as much and have a great game. What, what do you think the Absolutely. key is to the game? Um, I think Vince Williams can really be that guy. Uh, he's shown it in the past. He's not their second leading scorer for anything. When he's out of the game, uh, it, you know, you can see it on the offensive end of that team. It's not always just bones doing everything. Um, if you see, if you see the game uh, towards the end of the year where they played against uh, Davis and I believe it was where Vince Williams went out and they was already without bones Highland. That was just that completely it for the offense. And then even when you come back and look at this St. Bonaventure game, with Bones Highland sitting on the bench, uh, Vince Williams really had to step up and and absorb a lot of that scoring. So I think he's somebody that could kind of give that uh, give the forwards of uh, Oregon a little bit trouble down low. But um, the guy I'm looking towards is Ace Baldwin. Ace Baldwin has to play out out of his mind this game to give them a chance. The uh, him and Bones splitting duties covering Duarte and uh, Figueroa is not an easy is not an easy task at all. So both of them had to be active on the defensive end. Uh, I expect Bones to kind of shake off the cobwebs from that last game, picking up those early fouls really kind of did them in. And then the turnovers was just crucial uh, in that loss. But Ace Baldwin's got to come up. He's got to come up defensively, slowing down the guards of Oregon and also scoring the basketball. He doesn't score the basketball often, but he has the talent to. So he can't be afraid to take those shots when they come because with the attention that I expect Bones to get and then Vince Williams can get down low, it can open up some uh, some opportunities for Ace Baldwin. He's just got to go up there and take them. Yeah, and I wonder, like, the, the you know, VCU oftentimes can go to a full-court press or a half-court trap, something, something wild. Uh, Mike Rhodes, you know, traditionally it's been VCU's DNA Oregon's got so many good ball handlers, man. And, but uh, they got to try something to, to get them off their rhythm. But I'll say this, uh, Ken Palm rankings here, uh, Oregon 16th in offense, 76 in defense. Well, VCU, uh, 117th in offense, but 12th in defense. So it's, uh, they're almost mirror images of each other of, of differences. I'm saying like VCU, uh, essentially the same ranking where they are offensively defensively, essentially that makes sense. Um, so mirror images in, 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 in the fact that Oregon's offense is that good. VCU's defense is that good. Something's got to give. So I guess mirror image is probably the wrong terminology, but you get my point is that something's got to give. If you have that good of a defense and another thing is VCU's offense just has to step up. You can't be, you know, I, I get it. Well, that's really the question. That's yeah. the question of it is can VCU's offense step up? Can VCU offense 
go and continue to score the ball consistently, they're going to get stops. We're not the, this Oregon offense, like you said, 16 Ken Palm offense efficiency, but they're going to, they're still going to continue to get stops. So can VCU control the pace of play and then also score the ball consistently enough where they're not getting blown out of this game. Yeah. And I think, I mean, the line, like I said, foot five and a half now, is that, that's what I said, right? Five and a half. Oh, yeah. Five and a half. Oh man. I, I, I tend to, 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 dude, I got Oregon going far. I'll be honest. I think Oregon's a dangerous team in this, especially how open this bracket is. I'll even, I'll say this though, for VCU fans, if you win, I think it's possible you guys could make a run because I, I mean, I don't know. Iowa could be a weird team, but I think athletically you just have to have a gigantic advantage over Iowa. But, uh, I, I, I just think Oregon's too much, man. Um, I, I think I'm going to just have to, to, to quack this thing up, man. Uh, I'm going to go Oregon minus the points. I know it, it, it hurts to say, it, but I had to cue the mighty ducks, man. No, no, I'm, um, are you going to, are you going to lean the ducks here as well? Uh, if we, if we just kind of, uh, I don't know. VCU's kind of kept it close in their out-of-conference record. Uh, they got a good win against Utah State, a good win against um, Memphis. They kept it uh, – they lost by – what's that, 12? Lost by 12 to West Virginia, but then – and then lost by four, three, three to Penn State. So not bad out-of-conference record. But when I just look at this Oregon Ducks team, I just – I don't see a bad loss. Like there are, there are a couple losses that you kind of scratch your head at like Oregon early on in Oregon state at or early on in the season, you scratch your head at uh, Washington state. You kind of scratch your head at, but these are conference games. I don't see anything that looks at that. I look at this Oregon team and say, wow, they really, really should not have lost that game. And then Dana Altman is, I feel like he's just going to have these boys ready. They thought that they really had a PAC 12 championship in, in their grass and they lost to Oregon state, um, the rival. So, uh, and um, I, I actually love that spot of them losing there. I think it helps. Yeah, them I think that spark, I think that sparks this run. So I'm, I'm over here. I'm on the five and I'll lay the five and a half for Oregon. I don't think, uh, VC is going to get enough office of power from people not named bones Highland or Vince Williams jr them to stay in this game. I think it's a very close game at halftime and then Oregon pulls away late, gets the cover. I'm with you, man. I do that, but I had the, I had this, I had the Ram it for the VCU Rams all ready to go. And I look, we love VCU. I think both of us like VCU and, and uh, well, I know you do. And then I, I'm a fan myself. So uh, it's a good year considering this is supposed to be a bad year. So yeah, you, even, absolutely. If, even if you lose this game now, if this is March any of these games can, can go the other way than what we're projecting. I just, I'm bullish on Oregon. I actually, I just going to reveal my hand a little bit here. I have Oregon in the elite eight. I have okay. Oregon in the elite eight, man. I think they're going to beat Iowa after this. I game. think they have the, their offense, their defense is not bad enough where they can't get there And their offense. Top 20 in the nation. You know, those are one of the commandments you're looking for top 20 offense team, top 20 defense team. Well, the defense isn't there, but the offense can continue to score the basketball. So I think Oregon definitely has what it takes to make a run. There we go. You heard it. You heard it here first, man, from uh, Terrell Furman and, and myself, both on the ducks. So I just got to do it one more time. Just got to load up that quack, quack, quack. <laughs> um, 
guys, if you're a first time listener to the college experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. We've been doing it for over what over four years now, been over 500 picking every single division one college basketball and college football game. Um, we give you all of that for free on a spreadsheet at sports gambling podcast.com. And we also are way over 500 on our locks all for free at sports gambling podcast.com. We don't charge for picks and we won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm going to try to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us. We'd certainly appreciate it. Uh, and if you do that, take a screenshot. I am at, and, and, and take a screenshot with your phone, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I will send you a college experience t-shirt. Um, uh, NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, but don't forget my, the, the man of the hour on this show, man, VCU fan himself, but also the guy who writes tons of great articles over at college or at the, uh, at the sports gambling podcast.com Terrell Furman jr. He's on Twitter at really rel underscore underscore. Give him a follow. Trust me. You're going to want to follow some of his, uh, his basketball and football leans guy knows the game as good as any, um, and uh, check out the sports gambling podcast on Twitter at DSGP network and check out the Slack channel. Me, me, Terrell, or we're all in there talking sports all the time, man. You want to know about uh, Holy Cross's backup point guard. We probably got you covered somewhere in there, right? So uh, uh, make sure you subscribe, check all that stuff out guys. And uh, yeah, happy March. This is the college experience. We see you Oregon style. You better start thinking about yours. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.